don't know who might be listening. Nobody yet. Like this. <laughs> Hang on, I'm gonna crack a Pepsi. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 327 of the Chamber One Chance and Alex podcast. My name is Chamber One, and I played some video games last week. Bullshit, oh you did. No, I did. I played some video games. He means that's, it. That's fucking crazy. I really did. Well, like uh, a how, couple different ones. How many different video games are we talking um, about? I, 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 am, I am prepared to speak on four different video games. Wow. I did not finish all four of these video games, but I am prepared to well. speak on four video games. Okay. You would Hit say me. you've experienced a vertical slice of four video games. Uh, Well, um... Yes. One of them I finished, one of them I'm still working on, one of them I dropped in about five minutes, and the other one I hit a wall. Was that, that from, one from hits. 1994? Uh, no, actually, that one I finished a chunk of. I actually oh. played through one of the scenarios. I don't know if I'm going back to it or not, but I did finish a chunk. Okay, well, let's name a game before we continue. So, the first one, I was going through my new extended library because I paid for the second level of PlayStation Plus. Boo. And I followed one called Joe Devar Joe Devers Lone Wolf. I'm like, well this looks RPG-ish. Okay. And what it is is apparently the Lone Wolf is a very old literal choose your own adventure book series. Ooh. And the author since had moved on to other things. This is a, a game that was originally a iPad or Android game that since has been moved over to console. And it is pretty much Text adventure, choose text adventure, choose your own adventure thing, but with combat in there. So oh, wait, that, like, that could like, be something like active combat or like turn. No, it's turn based. It's turn based. Okay. It's turn based. Uh, that could be something. It could be something. And and the thing is, it's the, the writing was kind of ham panned, but it wasn't bad. The there's some character customization, and I started it on normal, and I got through chapter one and was having an okay time. I mean, the the combat can get a little repetitive because there really is no enemy variety, so to speak, but you are forced to use your abilities. It's always one against many, so you're juggling stun abilities or one-hit kills and cooldowns, so it's not the, the combat is not straightforward. You have to kind of have a plan going through it. Like, okay, this guy I can't kill. I need to stun him, and then I can work on this guy, but then I need to heal, so there's, there's stuff to juggle. I got to the end of the second chapter... And it took an insane, like, difficulty spike. It's ridiculous. So I looked it up, and it turns out that that spike stops just about everyone. And they all are like, well, start over and play it on easy. I'm like, well, that's... Start over and play it. Fuck you, man. Yeah, I'm not going to... No, no. Basically what it is is that you need to hoard your items through all the first chapter hmm. to use on the boss sequence in the second chapter. But I was I'm... still learning the combat in the first chapter, so I used my items. Yeah, this is sounding like some Dragon Quest Eight bullshit. Yeah, use, it's, use it was, these exact items this exact way, or you're fucked. Yeah, yeah, it was. It, it felt, it felt amateurish as yeah. far as combat design goes. No, you're supposed so, to play the game the way I want to play it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I was, I, I was amused by that for about an evening and a half, and then I let it go. And because I didn't necessarily pay directly for it, I didn't feel bad about it. I would so still Lone Wolf, meh, meh. No, I would feel bad about it because they put it on their, I, they put it in their little, you paid extra for PlayStation Plus library as if it had value. I'm sure it does to someone, just not to me. Mm-hmm. Moving on. I mean, I would love for Telltale to do like half a game and then 
the Persona crew makes an RPG, like a turn-based RPG, around. Hmm. Right? See, that actually jives well with what I really want to talk about, how, why the Telltale games worked versus other games in that genre. So, Story, Telltale, acting, characters. It's the story, but it's Telltale games were always about the illusion of choice. Yeah, they did yeah. that very well. You didn't really have a choice. No, no. matter what you did, Lee's fucking dying. Mm-hmm. And Clementine lives in the end, and Chapter 5 or whatever. But you felt like you had some control. I also posit that they have the illusion of gameplay because he goes, what are you really doing? Not much. Yeah, exactly. You're walking around, you're the, the, change, the occasional quick time event. It, it's a classic point and click. Yeah, yeah. In, well, so it's, 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 not, it's an illusion of gameplay. You feel like you're being active, but you're really making dialogue choices. But it worked. Some of the Telltale games were great. Tales from the Borderlands was great. So good. Oh. Uh, Wolf Among Us was great. The Batman ones are actually pretty good, even though nobody I bought them. I keep meaning to try that. They're good. The second one's better than the first, but nobody bought them. Like, nobody. So, what happens if you take that illusion of gameplay away and it's just dialogue choices? Mm-hmm. That's what As Dusk Falls is. Okay, but if it's not an illusion, like, well, can you actually... Well, the problem is that illusion, that, that feeling of doing something turns out to be very important. Yeah. Because As Dusk Falls due partly to its uh, choice of art style, it's literally just still pictures, mm-hmm. is nothing but dialogue choices. Yeah. But do and those I was have an bored. impact on things? I, true. But I didn't No, that's my question. Like was, do they have an impact on things? They do. Well, okay. again, it's the illusion of choice. Oh. You don't actually have choice in what's happening. You can you choose reactions, you choose short-term things, but because I wasn't actually just even moving a character around the screen, I got bored almost mm. immediately. Visual novel. Yeah, that's what it is. The visual novel. And hey, if it's a good book, I don't mind thumbing through it. The problem was it just had a really slow beginning. There's a car accident. I was like, I don't care. You you can't have. No. I did not care for the art style as part of the problem. As as Dusk Falls. It just wasn't. I don't know why Microsoft was touting this. I don't. Yeah, isn't it like a bunch of actors, but they've obviously had some sort of art style applied to them? Something like that. Yeah. 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 It just wasn't. It wasn't appealing. But on the flip side, there's Road 96. What is this? Road 96 is very much a Telltale style game. It is the story of you playing an indeterminate number of teenagers trying to escape a country. So this sounds like a roguelike immediately. Uh, it's not because it, it, it's it's a little more scripted than that. You, In order to finish the game, you do have to beat it with six kids. If you fail with another, you just keep going until you finish it with six kids. It is a very thinly veiled anti-Republican Basically, anti-Trump game, which I don't have a problem with. I just wish the writing was better. Yeah, you got to step it up. Yeah, but I mean, basically, it's 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 almost a dictatorship, and these teenagers are trying to escape the country, and you're playing them, and as you're escaping the country, you're meeting all sorts of colorful characters, and you get away, and you move to the next kid. But the difference is, is that on top of the dialogue choices, you are actually doing things. Now they are amount to mini games. It's first person, kind of a walking simulator, but that little tiny bit of interaction made it more enjoyable. So apparently just choose your own adventure doesn't work anymore. I got to push buttons and see things happen. Hmm. Um, they agree 90, with you. Yeah, I mean, you, gotta, you have to have some extra form of interaction. Now, like Road 96, e- go ahead. E- even Dwarf Fortress is turning into uh, Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> have you seen that? No, oh, did they change the art finally? Like, yeah, they're, the they're putting in sprites and stuff. Oh, shit. Hmm? Yeah, that About might actually make, make me check it out. 
Uh, speaking of weird little indie games on PlayStation, I didn't buy it, but I watched the trailer for a game. I think it's called My Brother Took My Pudding. <laughs> well, I've not even heard of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sounds and like what it is, is it's a, no, no, it's literal. Like this, this girl walks up to the fridge and the fridge is completely empty and she shrieks in Japanese and the subtitles say, my brother took my pudding. That and then there's like, you know, a little animated drawing little brother who like runs into the next frame and sister chases him. And I don't understand what's going on. Like he hides in a way which you can obviously see where he is and the sister walks in and points at him. And then he goes into the next frame and it happens again. And then there's like a series of mini games of like the the brother doing wall jumps to get out of the out of his sister's line of sight, and it's showing button prompts for the wall jumps. I'm like, oh, you play as the brother. You're not trying to you're not trying to bring him to justice for eating your pudding. You're the one who ate the pudding. <coughs> and it looked like a terrible, terrible phone game that they're selling for like a buck ninety nine with the current sale. I, I'm watching a playthrough of it, and it's horizontal. It's rectangular. It's vertical. So yeah, it's, this is a phone a phone game at some point in time. Yeah, like it looks. It, anyway, but the, but the title itself, my brother stole my pudding. I was like, yeah. I'm going to watch that trailer. I'm not going to play that game. Anyway, did you have a fourth so, one? Uh, no, I mean Road ninety six. I, I did. I did finish it. it took me hmm. two days. Did three kids the first night. Three kids the second. The it was interesting because it really wants you to get politically invested, fist in the air with what's going on in the story. So most dialogue choices, you've got three choices. One is for rebellion, and one is for go vote, and the third is for I don't give a shit. I'm just trying to escape the country. So, so you just thinking want to as, give a shit. Thinking as a 14 year old or a 16 year old, I'm like, yeah. well, no 16 year olds going to yeah, I, they don't give a shit. They're trying to escape the country. So I chose all those options. All my kids got out, but the country descended into chaos. As soon as my last guy got out, so I'm sure there are other endings for that. Oh, that just sounds accurate to me. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it was oddly <laughs> accurate, including up to the end when there's a riot at the border wall and the president just says, "Shoot the people." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does sound like our guy. It tracks, yep. especially with the man, these mm-hmm. hearings. Yep. Are uh, and the um, fourth? They're exactly what I thought they would be in all the worst ways. Yeah, but it's so nice to. It's it's nice that we're actually getting to hear it. it it, it's nice to he, to get the feeling that accountability might occur one day. Maybe at some point yeah. in the future, and possibly. The, and it feels like maybe this is a part of that, so that feels good. But if 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 it doesn't result in a lengthy prison sentence, I don't fucking care. Yeah, no, I'm it's just there. theatrics. Can't you be hanged for treason? Isn't that still? A yes, thing? you can. Shot shot against a wall. That'd yeah. be cool. Yeah. The Rosenbergs I, got electrocuted, I believe. I don't recall. I don't yeah. Well, I assume they're trying. Well, I mean, it's not even a criminal case yet, right? So, um, we every single whole... one of Trump's lawyers has been subpoenaed and interviewed. Yeah, I so know. we'll see. We'll I see. Know. We'll see. But, yeah, exactly. I like that. Exactly. I, I exactly. like okay. what I'm hearing. It's like it's like sitting in a restaurant and smelling something awesome in the kitchen. Yeah, but this particular really restaurant good, is known for never serving anything. They'll serve us one of these years. One of no. these the, years. The the man in question was at his golf tournament being hosted by Saudis uttering the words, no one's really figured out 9-11. Yeah. To a camera. That's something fucking else. It could have been us, says Trump. Fuck. Okay, moving on. Fourth um, game. The fourth game. game, Are we we at live, alive, live alive, live alive? Live alive. Live alive. Live alive. So 
Live Alive is a remake of a game from like the early 90s that no, never mid, made it to the West. Mid 90s, mid 90s, yeah. That never made it to the West, never came across. And its conceit is you'll play through seven completely unrelated stories, or so they tell you. Now, I happen to know that there's an eighth chapter, and I believe a ninth chapter when you're done, that pull thing, pulls things together somehow. I don't know if I'm going to see it or not. It looks exactly like Octopath Traveler. Kind of like that Odin same... Sphere, says that guy who's only played Odin Sphere. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's got real same... boss baby vibes from this yeah. game. <laughs> well, it, it's got that weird kind of depth of field with sprites against the 3D background where it's foggy in the background. It looks it looks like you're looking at a miniature half the time. I love um, that. It, it, it is an interesting look. It looks like it would look good in 3D almost. Just like, like with the way the depth works. I assume turn-based um, combat. Um, very much turn-based, grid-based. So you move Ooh. around and your attacks affect specific areas. Tactical. Uh, yeah, a little bit tactical, although I'm, I'm not entirely clear how moving affects when things happen. Like, your, it's your turn, you can move, and then I expected to move a block, and then it, I could move more. It was not exactly clear. It also wasn't terribly difficult. I played through the, one of the, uh, you can play the scenarios in any order. I chose the near-future scenario for some reason. I played Ooh. through the entire thing last night. It took about three hours. Well, then that's why it's easy, because they uh, all have to be as easy as the first, as the first. Yeah, chapter because of the game. They, nothing, nothing is carried over from scenario to scenario. Okay. And it, it feels old. Well, like, it is like not good. It is. It's like twenty five. No, yeah, twenty five. No, not, it would be twenty eight now. Not in. Not Pushing in a thirty. Like you know, Final Fantasy VI is old, but Lux theme echoes throughout the ages. The, yeah, it, it's there's a reason this was never localized. It's, it's just I don't think this feels but, like like B side. <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 an RPG with freaking the man with no name on the cover. Well, I think maybe it would sell you one of the weaker chapters. Like, that is, yeah. see, that's the thing. Why don't you I go no do the idea. Western chapter and see if that's yeah. and see if that's awesome? I might do that just to see because it's I mean it's here. I literally have nothing else to play at the moment. Um. So maybe that was one of the worst ones. And, and I mean, there was a giant robot in mine, so that's fun. Was it in the Western one? You got a giant spider robot? No, no, it was no, in no, the I, near future. Near future. Near so future. there's like near future, far future, present day Western, um, samurai era Japan, like 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 caveman, I think one other one. And I chose near future because that's where my cursor was when I turned it on. This so that's where cool I went. Visually, it's interesting, but it's just... I mean, it's on the Switch, so what, what more can I expect from it? But um, boom. I mean, I think I think this art style is very intentional. Uh, oh, I absolutely. Think, I think I think it does a pretty good job. Like, I'd rather see this than some uh, ugly bad three like, D art. Yeah, poorly textured three D art and poorly animated three D art. Um, it it looks nice, and if the stories hold up, like once again, you've chosen a very story heavy game, a game that's it, mostly it, about its story. It's true. I just, I, th- this first one was, you know, you've got two orphans, and of, there's the brother and the sister, and of course the sister is sickly, and then, you know, there's these bad guys who are kidnapping children, and it's just, it feels so, I mean, having played a few JRPGs in my time, oh, just one I or can two? tell that, one or two, um, it just feels so well-trodden story-wise, but... Well, Maybe because that's from the mid '90s. Yeah, those paths hadn't. One. Perhaps, perhaps this is the game that trod those paths the first time. It's possible. It's I mean, possible. Yeah, you know, '95, but, but 
I am not in '95. We in Year of Our Lord 2022. Yeah, and, and as as usual, I would I would warn against going back in time because often those games don't hold up. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they do, and it's fucking amazing to me. I play Final Fantasy IX every two years like clockwork. I do not. I hate those Final Fantasy games. There hasn't been a there hasn't been a single player game that I go back to repeatedly in a while. I happen to enjoy Psychonauts, but that's just me. Well, I mean that's not available for forty dollars less on the PlayStation Network, Alex. But I you know what? Be. You know what is Alex? Sony hates you. You know what is available for forty dollars less on the PlayStation Network right now, Alex? Hmm. Um, Tokyo Ghostwire Tokyo. Okay. Oh. And Red Dead Redemption Two is like thirty bucks. Ugh. No, don't go. Back if they to gave that. it away, I'd still think about it. That's so how I ins- bored I was. I installed Red Dead Two overnight. Okay. Oh, and after okay. work today, I played through a bit of the snow. Bit. <laughs> like That's some nice snow. Man, the presentation is off the hook. Off and, the fucking chain. And the and I and I my primary complaint about this game the first time was how the weight of everything you do makes the gameplay itself feel shitty. And I hold and I stand to that so far. But the presentation and and when I say presentation, I'm talking about the fucking music. I'm talking about the art direction. I'm talking about the animation. I'm talking about the way a body falls into the snow in the distance when you shoot a man in the back in the dark. Like it nails the whole vibe. Holy mm-hmm. fuck! So right now, I can't I can't say I'm feeling negative about returning to Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, but. Mm. I know, I know. The last time I first act a lot. Yeah, the last time I even got out into the field to the point where I could ride around, and we were out of the snow. I was like, "Okay, I'm bored," and I uninstalled it. So we'll see if I get past that. I I do like the first camp. I like it when everybody's happy. Yes, that was that's totally the springtime of the game, and well, there was a lot in the mid to late game I really enjoyed. I just fucking hated Cuba. Everybody hated it's, Cuba. Nobody likes Cuba. It's like a detour that's ten hours long that nobody enjoys. I started a new character in Elden Ring. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Did you actually play Ghostwire Tokyo at all? No, haven't touched it. <laughs> I bought these both last night. I bought I bought that in Ghostwire last night. And the first thing I tried was Red Dead. Okay. Um You can pet the dogs in Ghostwire Tokyo. They talk to you. At some point, I'm going to check out Ghostwire Tokyo. I've bought it. I've bought it. It's all there. All right, all right. It's there. Right. I'll check it out. I'll check it out okay. once I bounce off Red Dead, if I do. <laughs> um, I played... So, yeah, I, I got... I made a new character in Elden Ring, um, and then I was just like, what do I want to do? What I wanted to do was... I've, I've been giving all my shit to alts. So, like, I'll give them, like, these super powerful trinkets and everything. And then go out and lure that uh, Dark Rider in Kaled to its death so I can get uh, the Bloodhound step and like 40,000 souls to level up with. And I decided this time I'm not going to do that. I'm going to ride this guy out there here to grab the sword and I'm going to give this character Bloodhound step and that'll be the only thing I give the character. And then the character will have to level up to the point that she can even hold the sword. And then I did that. And I'm like, well... I guess I'll give her a second sword. And before long, I had my character again. <laughs> and cleared all of uh, Limgrave and Weeping Isles, and then cleared Stormvale, and now I'm at... Now I'm just, I've just walked out and given an eye to, uh, to, to the girl who wants to eat some grapes. 
and looked out over uh, Lemuria. And at that point, I was like, you know what? Alex has been really talking up Spider-Man. I'm going to go check out Miles Morales. Still good. Yeah, and I'm like, I had to save like 16% of the way in. And it went in, and it was like a gorgeous cutscene with some, you know, decent, well, well done story. And then it goes right into a fight, and I've completely forgotten how to fight in this game. <laughs> you got your ass kicked. <laughs> I died like three times, and then I got the hang of it, and then I got the hang of it again. See, I picked it up almost immediately. Um, yeah, it was, it was like a mid-game fight. Like it was. Like oh, you, oh, you had, had in to the deal. Game. With, okay. Yeah, you had yeah. to deal with certain. What do you mean in the game? Yes, in the game. No, I mean, I thought you meant like you're just starting out. Like, I probably haven't reached where you were yet. Um, I'm, are you talking about Miles Morales? I am talking about Miles Morales. Oh, um, okay. Well, I'm just at the point where he's gotten his uh, his invisibility power. Oh, neat. Yeah, and then I went and I did an invisibility challenge, and I didn't feel like I was getting enough feedback for like when people could see me. Yeah, no, it's kind of kind of bullshit. Yeah, and so that just turned me off, and I just like deleted it. I'm like, ah, I'm not in the mood for that. The stealth challenges are pretty bullshit. Well, but yes. the thing is, I love the combat and just swinging around, and the presentation was fucking off the hook. I like Miles. I like him a lot. I love Miles. I love Miles the character. I enjoy... But I, I was thinking about it, and really, I enjoy the Spider-Verse version of Miles more than the Sony version of Miles. Yeah, he's a little flat mm. at yeah, times. And, and par- well, part, yeah, part of that is the Spider-Verse version of Miles was a charismatic, funny, nervous, anxious kid. And uh, the dad in Spider Verse, oh yeah, a great character, and the dad is fucking dead in 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 the game. Yeah, and I don't like that. But I like what they do with, with uh, Prowler. Yeah, I'm like, but I'm not gonna keep playing it. I got to the yeah. stealth thing and was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing Prowler's about halfway through. Um, I don't honestly remember. I don't, remember, I don't yeah. even remember Prowler being in the game. I mean, probably is, but it's been a while. It's been like two years since I played Miles. Damn, I held off for a minute. But this is what you're playing right now, Alex? Oh, yeah. How are you that doing? and a little bit of uh, Wonderlands. I'm getting into it. It's starting to kick my ass in a good way again. But mostly, yeah, I have been just swinging around Christmas time in New York and having a fucking ball. <sighs> it looks so good. Do you have the ray-traced reflections on? No, I'm going 60 FPS this first Ooh. time. It's it's nice. That and the instantaneous fast traveling. Mwah. Man, wait, should... wait, 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 wait. You're fast traveling in a Spider-Man game? Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, like, only when you need to go, like, the complete other side of Manhattan. Yeah, oh, right, Still, right. for, for oh. me, that's an opportunity to swing there. And, like, and I stop like, crimes I like as the, I do. The, um, whatchamacallit? I don't know what you call it. Oh, uh, the, the tricks you can do in the air? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I never, I never got as good as them as people I see doing gifts of it. Like, there are some tricks that I still don't know how to do. And oh, I no. never bothered to look it up. I wish I would have. Because there were some that I really liked. <laughs> but yeah, that whole instantaneous loading thing is... Uh, like, this is kind of next-gen, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And only... Uh, only play... Only, like, first-party Sony games do that shit. Man, Every other just... game is, like, a bit of a load. Elden Ring. I feel like this is, like, the longest drought in a long time. I feel like this is... Oh, it's This really summer bad. is the prop... Is the fallout of COVID. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a. Uh, I was thinking about that the other day. That the year, the first year COVID happened, and E three was affected. Uh, I think Jason Schreier said the story of this E three is all those little bump ins and meetings and handshakes that never occurred, and you won't feel the impact of it for another two years. He actually said two years. Yeah, and, and the games we just weren't made, and now, yep, this is where we are. Yeah, we got, we got a very few. <clears throat> 
imagine if we didn't get Elden Ring, even. I debated whether or not I wanted to bring up this story, but I have a brown tabby sitting in my lap, purring. Mm-hmm. Okay, I heard things. that, yeah. And would you guys like to hear the story of a stray cat that occurred today? Eat. Wait, you have, a, you have a new cat? No, I didn't ever said that shit. You said a would, stray cat. I said the story of a stray cat. Oh, what is okay. this tale of a stray cat? About once every hour, hour and a half, I'll go out on my front porch while I'm working and have a cigarette. And often while I'm out there, I'll have a conversation with the mom and dad that live next door or the kids. And I go out there at some point, and the, like, six- and seven-year-old girls are flipping out because there's this adorable little putty tab in their yard. They go, is this your cat? And I'm like, I don't think you got out. And I look, and it is a brown tabby, just like Doug. But he's smaller, he's skinnier. Uh, this is clearly like a juvenile cat. Like, this cat was maybe born in the spring and is three months old or something like that. Hmm. Um, and I go, no, that's not mine. But this cat is also clearly tame. It's meowing to them. It wants food. It's yeah. kind of rubbing up against the mom's leg. Young cats are the worst, but anyway. <laughs> they are. No, I, I honestly, so God's honest truth, I hate kittens. I hate them. I love adult cats. I will never adopt a cat less than six or seven ever again. <laughs> really? We just had to sit for like the coolest yeah. cat I've ever met. Just like a cat that'll come straight up and be like, pet my head. Great. Awesome. Now scratch my back. Okay, cool. I'm going to sit here on a, you. I want adult cats. Yeah. He's uh, a great cat. More, so much more interesting. They, okay, well, the, the all cat. okay, I don't want to get too, too deep into cat talk, but I think all cats are interesting fellows if you give them a chance, and they all have their own little personalities. Just young ones are, I don't like puppies either. I just don't oh, like you're these, You're a fucking like, monster. No, this man doesn't like fluffy, puppies, listener. These fluffy, listener, helpless, helpless things. Yes. Fluffy, helpless things that are constantly clawing and want your attention. With, no, with I don't want that. teeth. Oh, they're adorable. Oh, no, that's, like, no. Honestly, no. just, okay, so. So I, I tell my neighbors, this is clearly um, uh, a stray. This is a cat that grew up in a house or is accustomed to people mm-hmm. and knows that it can go to people for food. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's got, like, little bits of paint on it. Like it walked under someone as they were painting or something. Um, Painter let it out. Whatever. Jerk. Whatever. Yeah. So I, you know, I wish the mom luck with hurting her various cats and, <laughs> and head back in for more work. And an hour and a half ago, outside for a cigarette. And this cat is walking up my, uh, my front walk towards me. And I go, no, I'm not feeding you. I'm not feeding you. It goes, meow. And I go, because if I do, you'll come back, first of all. I can't afford that. Second, you'll tell the other cats. And they'll come yeah. wanting food. And I'm not getting into it. I got one cat who's very ill and his food is very expensive and I can't afford it. So I'm sorry I can't help you. But you look very nice and if you'd like a pet, here's my hand. And I hold out my hand like six inches above the cat. And the cat rears up on his hind legs and rubs its little head into my oh. hand. And I'm like, oh, you're so mm-hmm. fucking cute. Whatever, I can't help you. I go sit on the bench. <laughs> and, he, and he comes over and he immediately sits right down beside me. Okay. And I looked down at the cat. I'm like, you can do that, but you're you're not getting in, and I'm not feeding you, and I'm sorry. And I finished my cigarette. Go in the house. Come on later. He's waiting for me. Yeah. And I sit down on the bench, and I and I tell him again. I explain again. This can't happen. This can't happen. We are not forming a relationship here. Not at all. Two houses down, there's a family with kids. I'd say from 15 to six. I don't really know. But there's like three three kids and a mom and a dad. And I hear that they're all out there in their yard. And I've never seen them because there's a lot of bushes between our houses. Like I've seen them walk up and down, but I've never really interacted with them. 
And I go, you know what, let's see if we can do something for you, I say to the cat. So I get up off the porch and I walk down my front walk and the cat fucking heals. <laughs> like, is at my heel the whole way down. And we get to the sidewalk and I look down at the cat and the cat goes, meh. I'm like, well, we'll see what we can do. And I walk up the sidewalk and the cat heals the whole way. And when I'm in about 10 yards of the, of the lady, I go, excuse me, I hate to bother you, but would you perhaps be interested in a cat? And she goes, actually, maybe. And I go, really? <laughs> and I tell the You're cat, the cat matchmaker. All right. Yeah. And I tell the cat story to the mom. And the kids are freaking out at the thought of the cat and being able to pet the cat. And one of them is like, you know, dancing around. I'm like, all you got to do is hold out your hand like that. And if she wants a pet, she'll take a pet. And the little girl holds out her hand for a pet. And I'm like, okay, so like, if if you want, there it is. And it's a stray. Um have a good day and I walk away and I'm like oh I just gave this woman the chore if she decides yes I just gave this woman the chore of having to go to the store to feed this fucking cat um you know what I've got a bag of Purina that's almost empty I'll just dump that into a Tupperware container I bring that back mom's in the house I give it to the kids I make clear you don't feed any of this to the cat you let your mom decide if that occurs and they all swear and I go okay have a good day we swear we swear and I go back to the house and I go inside and get back to work an hour and a half later, I go outside, and I hear. Uh huh. Mom said, "Nah, no, we don't yeah, need and, I, and I see that skinny little brown tabby walk down the sidewalk. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know if mom said no or someone said no because mom sounded agreeable. Sounded like she wanted that cat. Or like maybe she got on the phone with someone and that person said, "Fleas, get that thing out of the fucking house," <laughs> you know, or something like that. Who knows? But yeah, straight cat. Okay. Several of my cat childhood cats were stray cats. Man, if I didn't have if I didn't have Doug and Harley, I would have opened my heart to this thing. But well, you got to think of the cats you already have. Yeah, like a, yeah. Not only that, but already with two cats, <laughs> I think I've crossed the line. Yeah, you don't want to. There was a red line for Funko Pops for me too. <laughs> like there is. We're gonna stop at five because that's already kind of too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have the um, most. Most my wife had ever had was three cats. Oh, okay. My parents had four at one point when I was working at home. Okay, well, home. to be clear, Doug was my parents' cat, and they bought him as a mouser because he was the only cat at the SPCA who seemed really energetic and was like, "What are these people doing? What do you want? You guys want to give me a pet? Hey, guys, what's up?" Doug was the only cat who was like that, and they're like, "This was clearly a normal cat. We should buy it." <laughs> he's a little psychopath. He's calmed down greatly in his old age. Harley, I got Harley specifically as a companion for mom. Hoping that a young cat that needed a lot of attention would be something... Something to focus on. Yeah, something right. she could focus on as she yeah, kind of build bonds. routine around. Yeah. Uh, tragically, mm-hmm. Harley is a special needs cat all his own, psychologically mm-hmm. speaking. So that never occurred. But at the same time, you know, Doug was a good companion... Anyway, enough about cats. Doug's a, Doug's a good boy. Harley's a good boy. It's a lot of cat talk. That's I taught my talk. bird how to wave. What, with its wing? No, with his old foot. Oh. That's even better. Yeah. That is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's my pet news for the week. <laughs> so how deep are you in uh, in Miles Morales? Um, I'm at the factory where um, oh, the... you learn what's up with uh, Zero Point Energy or whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, oh, like oh the, you're a ways in. 
Yeah, I'm a ways, and I think I'm over halfway. I think I'm almost done. The, the skill tree is almost done. Yeah, it's, it's shorter than you <laughs> want. It's definitely it's way shorter. Yeah. yeah, it is. But that said, it is like 15 hours at least, or 20 hours probably. Uh, the challenges are hard. Yes, and you, you know, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. Like the second stealth challenge kicked my butt for like an hour. Like you're trying to like uh, get Spider-Man hostages free. Uh, I I bounced off the first one. That's my tale of returning to Miles. And I know oh. I kicked that challenge's ass the first time. Like, I figured that shit the fuck out. But, <laughs> but this time, I'm not looking to wrestle a game down. I'm looking to enjoy one. Yeah, no wrestling today. Yeah, just mm-hmm. let, the, let the game wash over me. Let me enjoy it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, I've also been kind of on a Risk of Rain 2 kick. Uh, the soundtrack's amazing. I've just been listening to that on the way to work. And, like, mm-hmm. you're kind of focused on not dying most of the time. You don't really, like, focus on... You know the music, but it's just like it's like a fun prog rock album just on its own, hmm. but a great game in its own right. And the DLC was totally worth it. Rare are the current games that I've felt the need to go out and grab the soundtrack for. Uh, Chris Christodoulou is a genius. His name is repetitive, but his music is not. Chris Christodoulou. <laughs> Chris Chris Cadulu, I think is how you pronounce it. He's Polish, I think. Still, to name your the child of your Chris Cadulu family, Chris is mm-hmm. an act of cruelty, no matter what language it's in. I think so. <laughs> but the point is, like the final boss for the new DLC has a has, has like aggressive villainous alto sax, and I I respect the fuck out of it. Aggressive villainous alto sax. I like mm-hmm. it. If I still played, I would try to like figure that out. I, I'm just I'm just I'm just impressed. I sure hope I sure hope they keep the original score for Lollipop Chainsaw. Ah, uh, uh, isn't that part of why they're redoing it? Yes, yes. But, but they also bought license for others for other original shit like uh, Riot Rhythm, which again would suck not to be able to brawl your way through that high school as a cheerleader to Riot Rhythm by Sleigh Bells listener. Check that. Wait, you're saying they did or did not have the rights to Riot Rhythm? I don't know, but they did for the first game. That is the only way that game can start. Uh, I don't know, but um. That's we're such like a, a great year fucking or more song. Away from that, anyway, it's yeah. we're not seeing that game for a while. Doesn't matter. I'm still I'm still hyped because oh, I too. enjoyed it's it the good, first yeah. time. Like, and the, if they don't, I don't want to say tighten up the gameplay. Um, I don't know because it was a score attack game. Yeah, you yeah. know what? You know what? I don't want to speak to this. I, I'll just wait for it to come out, and if it's good, it's good, and if it's bad, it's too bad. Uh, movies. Alex. What? Um, Laura and I, she's been pretty sick. She's failed three COVID tests, but oh. anyway. Um, she, failed? We, Does that mean she's positive? Failed? Wait, what? Negative or positive? What is that? Negative test. Negative. She's, she's oh. probably fine, but like, ever, like she went to, we went to the doctor this morning, <laughs> and they're still like, you sure you don't want to do one more test? And it's like, come on, guys. Does she have but anyway, she we've have been spending a lot of time on the couch, and we rewatched <clears> the night mass. Does she have symptoms? Hmm? No. Oh, okay. How is she doesn't have mass? a fever, and her, her, you know, her taste is reduced, but not more than like oh. a flu. She can taste some oh, things. But taste reduced is a symptom of con- congestion anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not the end of the world. But if she's still no. congested, that's a symptom. I, I thought they were saying there's very few COVID virgins left anyway, that everybody's had it. No, that's fucking... Jesus Christ. That's a conservative talking point. Thank you. No, I... It I, is. It is. It's this random theory that's been tossed out that if you think you've never had COVID, you definitely had COVID. You just want to... Oh, start. fuck off. Fuck off. You would have the antibodies in your system for years. I've been working from home uh, for two oh, years. Oh, yeah, you're good. And I've never gotten the sniffles. <laughs> like, this has worked out. I've been masked every time I go in public. I have not gotten a cold. 
Like, well, I, if COVID that's happened, awesome. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, um, yeah. The the notion that everyone's already had COVID is bullshit. And the that more times you're exposed exposed to COVID, the, worse the higher your likelihood likelihood of developing a long COVID symptom that uh, severely disables you. So. Well, you know, if you need proof that America is fucked, people are getting polio again. So. Yay! You know what? I needed the proof. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. Fine. Mine. There's there's your proof. People are getting polio again. <laughs> My God. Anyway. Uh. Okay. Movies. Okay. Midnight Mass. Movies. Alex. Midnight Mass. Alex and... I fucking loved it. It was a little too Catholic for her. She's. She was just like, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. Because like, she grew up kind of Catholic. But she's like, does oh. is it not haunting? Like, it's really boring. It was really boring to her. And, like, I can't oh. knock her for that exactly. But, like, when it gets moving, it gets moving. Like, the, well, the when we finally is, finish it, she had trouble sleeping. Build. Like, I don't remember yeah. if it's ten episodes or eight. Seven. But it's a slow build for five of those episodes. Mm-hmm. And then the last two are like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm honestly upset um, uh, the, the priest is not getting an Emmy nomination. Yeah. At least a nomination, guys. Jesus and, Christ. Uh, the, the guy who plays the sheriff, once again, just hits it out of the park. Oh, his 9-11 this... monologue is one of the best parts of the season. Oh, he's just a... He's such a... feels like you want him to be your dad. You do. Your uncle or something. He's English. You want that rock in your life for you to to help you stand. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Midnight Mass is the one with the vampire, right? Yes. yes. But no oh, one's okay. heard, ever heard the word vampire. That's one of the yeah, fucking, exactly. What that's the one fuck? of the things yeah, I hated about Midnight Mass. I don't know, man. Like I, I bought it as like, okay, yeah, maybe this is fucked up, but also that little girl walks again, and we all feel amazing. Let's just roll with it. You know, it's you know, it's it is my list again to, to rewatch. It's a totally good rewatch. There are so many great fucking shots. It's beautiful. It's haunting. Okay, it's would you say amazing. I would enjoy myself more rewatching Midnight Mass or continuing on with? Uh, where I left off with Stranger Things. Um, Stranger Things is a good ending. I'll tell you that. The last scene with Hop made me. The last scene with Hopper made me cry. I haven't done that for a show in a long time. Kill Hopper again. <laughs> Real good anyway, shit. I watched some. Did you see? Did you see the Master of Puppets part? No. No. Uh, right, Stephen, I've seen that part. I haven't watched TV. Well, no, I've, I've definitely on. seen the part referenced. Okay. Uh, well, it's real good. First one isn't a horror movie. Um, there are some Netflix action movies that I think are fucking terrible. Yes. Um, what the fuck was it? It was like... no it Gray was, Man? No, no, no. Red um, Notice? Red Notice wasn't bad because of the comedic angle and the charisma of the leads. Um, there was one prior to that that was so... It was like a Bruckheimer movie or a Bruckheimer production. Uh-huh. It was fucking terrible. And it kind of turned me off the idea of Netflix doing big action romps. The Gray Man is solid. Okay. It's solid. It's, I'll take it's, it solid. It's not great, but uh, but it is quite good. It's, it's great to the degree that Winter Soldier was, absolutely. It's a lot of fun with a fantastic crop of charismatic leads uh anna de armas um chris um evans uh oh chris ryan, evans and and ryan gosling and ryan gosling and uh billy bob thornton Ooh, he's he needs to he needs to come back as the bad guy uh so yeah a lot i of would fun. love a billy bob thornton rick, rick Honest, a lot of good action renaissance and uh 
and Chris Evans is also a bad guy, and he fucking swaggers through it. He's chewing on it. He fucking loves it. And if you're in it for that kind of, um, you know, under siege pleasure, mm-hmm. the Gray Man will deliver. Should be um, have you? Do you ever see the Iceman? I started watching it and turned it off. That's the one where um, Michael Shannon is a hitman. Michael, yeah, he's he's a hitman. Okay, like yeah. it's worth sticking around just for Chris Evans being a ice cream man serial killer. Ooh, yeah. Fuck, I love Chris Evans. He just keeps. Getting yeah, no, like it, it, you're be right. So sad of Chris Evans. I don't blame too. anybody that turned off the Iceman. <laughs> yeah, yeah I love all the actors in it. Then I watched a movie that I'm prepared to say is good. Hmm. If you want a good twist on werewolves you want to watch the cursed on amazon prime or the cursed just make sure the d is in there the cursed um it's fucking amazing it starts with a bunch of wealthy british landowners discussing that these fucking gypsies won't move off this land and it's like reducing property values for all of us wealthy dudes what are we going to do because, well, they say they technically own the land because of this contract from way back when. Well, is there any validity to that? There is a little bit. Well, we need that fucking land. So they go in there and they kill all those gypsies. The last thing the gypsies do before that occurs is take some silver and smelt it into a pair of wolf's teeth, which are then buried with the lead gypsy. See, and ever people after, should know not chil- to fuck with gypsies. The children of the land begin having nightmares about that scarecrow and about something buried under the ground. And it's not bad. It's actually quite, quite good. I What's this called? The Cursed? The Cursed. 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 Past tense. These people were cursed. The Cursed. By gypsies. Amazon Prime. But better than that, there's a horror movie I've wanted to rent like all fucking year. It's called X. Oh, yeah. Just the letter X. Because I saw a trailer for X. And it made it look like a fun horror movie that I kind of wanted to see. Um, But I never... It's got a crazy high Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's got a crazy like high Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Like Cabin in the Woods Rotten Tomatoes. Like Get Out Rotten Tomatoes. And... I uh Oh, this is the porn one. This is the mm-hmm. porn one. And but at okay. the same time it's the porn one. And I'm not like I don't want to pay money for the porn horror. <laughs> like, I don't want to go and read the porn horror. Like I don't. I'll I'll pay money for Get Out. I'll pay money for Us. I'll nope. pay money for I'll definitely pay money for No if I want to see that shit in theaters. Um uh what was the other one that was a really good one uh, lately? But they but those are rare. Those are rare movies. Did you see Nope, by the way? Not yet. Have you? I'm dying to. No, I, I've seen, I know the twist, and I was actually kind of disappointed. Okay, I don't want to yeah, know. Shut up. Yeah, I'm shut, not going to tell you. I'm face. not going to tell you. Shut no. up your face. Um, so, yeah, X is about, in 1979, a, a bunch of strippers in Texas set out to make themselves famous by shooting a porn movie. And it's like the guy who runs the strip club and this guy who's uh, probably got a big dick. Um, and, Dirk Diggler, all right. Yeah, and these and these two strippers, one of which is clearly like the lead, played by uh, Mia Goth. I think her name is. Hang on, hang on, let me get it right. Mia Goth is her name. I've never. I think I've seen her in one other thing, but I don't. You, know you where think I've you've seen her. seen her, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah, she's like. But the thing is, she's almost thirty. I looked her up. She's almost. Oh, 30. whoa. She has a child with Shia LaBeouf. She's been around. 
Okay. But she still looks like a teenager. She absolutely looks like a teenager in this movie. Um, and the first full hour of it is setting up tone with a great kind of John Carpenter vibe some, like half the time. Like it really That's evokes fun. Halloween somehow. I know. Like it, it reminds you of all the... Um, of all the really seminal horror films of the seventies. It really does just in how it's shot. And, uh, but at the same time, it's constantly winking at the audience, telling it that we're doing certain things to give the show a certain style to cover up the low budget, says the guy who's shooting the porn. <laughs> like it's, it's doing all these winking things the whole time. And then it gets to the point where they're at the farmhouse and the old man warns him to stay away from his wife. She's not well. <laughs> and uh, Mia Goth ends up in this really fucking creepy conversation with the old woman. Um, but as she's having this conversation with the old woman, it's cutting back to the porn scene that's being shot in the in the bunkhouse, and the dialogue in the porn. We then cut back to the scene in the farmhouse with the old lady, and the dialogue from the porn is clearly what's been said to Mia Goth in the house. And we're terrified. <laughs> what? Um, but all that being said, nothing violent occurs for a full one hour. And hey, if you have characters worth following enough, that's okay. Um, no, it's the tension. The characters are decent. The characters are decent. Mm -hmm. But even even the main character is, I don't know how to put it. She feels... Flat. No, 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 not flat. Uh, archetypical in a certain okay. way. Okay, arch. Yeah, she feels kind of arch. Like, um, she's very much designed to say a certain thing about the... Uh, about what results when you treat sexuality a certain way in your culture. No. Okay. Yes. And, and so I was... I wrote to the guy I uh, sometimes correspond with about stuff, and I said, there's a good horror movie on Prime you're going to want to check out. It's called X. And then we're talking about clever stuff. And I say, I don't think X will be considered a modern classic to the degree of Get Out, or at least it hasn't been as prominent in film discussion circles this year as Get Out was when it came out. But I loved it. I've always been interested in the kind of gross ironies of human nature that abound in horror films and their popularity. The audience wants to see those kind of counselors make out and skinny dip and also show us damn titties. But if you do, you gotta die. As if the audience needs to see them punished for their promiscuity. X is about that for me. It's about how the desire to be so free and to violently punish that freedom both exist within the character of America. America wants them titties and then to kill them. That's fair. Um, so I think X is fucking brilliant. And part of the reason it has that angle for me is because the old lady is played by Mia Goth. Okay. Yeah. And just in makeup? Okay. Yeah. And you notice very quickly that the old guy is an old guy and uh, the old woman is a younger woman in makeup. And it's like, why are we making that choice? And I listen to the voice and I'm like, holy shit, is it? It doesn't look like her even a fucking little. Even a little. See, that um, was one of the problems with Midnight Mass. It's like a lot of oh, people yeah, in old age, age makeup. makeup. It's like, I'm just an 80-year-old uh -uh. woman. I'm certainly no. not 35. <laughs> to me, this movie should be paid attention to just for the performance that Mia Goth gives. 
uh, once I noticed that she was playing both parts, I started paying attention to how she just walks around when she's playing the young woman and how she has like a bounce in her step and the way she swings her arms. Like I was like, she walks like a child when she's playing the young woman and when she's playing the old woman, she's so tired and everything is slow. Like she f- does an amazing fucking job. Okay, I, okay. I started this movie. Yeah. I started this movie thinking like, who is this? Uh, I think about the girl who hitchhiked in um, uh, um, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Right. Margot Robbie. No, no, Margot. Oh, come on, Alex. The, the, the dark hair girl? Yeah. 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 Uh, no, she's um, great. But she's she just kind of like f- was in that role and then kind of disappeared. She did some TV stuff. She was yeah. on. Um... She did that main thing for Netflix. She did that. Um, she was pretty good as a daughter on, um, not The Last of Us. Uh, oh fuck, the one where two percent of the world disappears. Leftovers. Hmm. She was good in that. In Mia Goth, and this blew me the fuck away. Okay. Like the, she showed so much training and um, discipline in her performance in X. I am fucking floored and thrilled that this week a trailer came out for pearl yes the story of that old woman in x so <laughs> played by mia goth so uh, uh yeah i'm down for this trilogy like whatever the fuck it is x is fucking excellent if you can stand horror the violence when it occurs is fairly slapstick there are a, a few gory things that made me go Ugh, fuck. but a very entertaining horror movie a very entertaining horror movie highly recommended two thumbs way up Oh, I finally watched Mean Girls for the first time. Holy shit, how was that? Uh, really good. You can see what would become um, uh, 30 Rock from it. It's hmm. still pretty funny. It's pretty good. Hmm. Are there... It's kind of sad how, how everyone's life turns out. But it's... Okay, wait, that was like 15, 20 years ago now? 2004. Yeah, it's old. Okay, yeah. so is there any humor in there that you feel is problematic today? Not really. Any anti-gays? It... It's stuff. not anti-gay. I feel like like the it was a decent character given like enough time to breathe. They get a lot more these days, but for the time, pretty damn good. Hmm. An interesting performance Inclusive for a good actor. Uh, Lizzie Kaplan, who I love. A real star always good. Turn for Rachel McAdams, I think. Yes, it was. She's really fucking good in it, and it's kind of sad how like one of the plastics, who I thought was the second funniest, didn't really do anything after this, but. Um, well, she did a lot of Christmas was, movies for Homer. Lacey Chabert, right? Mm-hmm. Are you? Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, like the the gossip that was like, but I would she, never do that to you because I'm such a good friend. Yeah, but she went like super conservative. <laughs> oh, did she? That explains yeah. the Christmas movies. Oh, um, <laughs> one other thing I forgot to mention about Elden Ring: some sort mm. of recent patch has added it so that now when you have uh, enough uh, enough seeds to upgrade your flask or uh, like a new tier. It highlights it when you sit down at a grave site. Oh, thank God. In the menu. And when, like, talk to Ranny or talk to uh, Melina is an option, it highlights it. Good. Really nice little quality of life. Because how are you supposed to know to talk to that doll in your inventory? Fuck I you. wonder if it occurs for that. Like, it w- like, I would kind of respect it if it didn't. <laughs> I want you to be- have to look for it for that one. But the thing is, if you get used to the highlight and then you take it away for that one thing, I wouldn't see it, probably. 
Yeah, Elden Ring is still good. But you know what? No, I am hyped to go back and keep playing Red Dead. And I've been playing on rails this entire time, but the presentation is so fucking good, I don't care. It's such a beautiful valley. I fucking just hunted a deer with some deer with a bow as part of that hunting tutorial. God, it was magical. Tell you what, I love that like side quest in Miles Morales where you're just like trying to figure out who's sabotaging a soup kitchen. It's like good stores on the side quests. Yeah, love the, that. But the thing is, there were those side quests were some of the best content because that was just Miles being Miles and being Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And after uh, after the original Spider Man with like all those villains and like a big first act and a big second act and a big third act. It's almost Miles too was, long. Yeah, Miles is but but a wealth of of uh, character moments. Yeah, a wealth of character moments and a wealth of Miles big gets the moments. the friendly neighborhood Spider Man bit. Yeah, and, he gets and the Spider-Man, app. <laughs> Peter didn't really get that in the first game. Hmm. It was all big moments. No, I, I agree, but I think that Miles was underserved with big moments. He didn't get enough big moments. Like there, I would have been grateful. I think, and I, I hate to say this because I love Ratchet and Clank. I'd be, I would have been grateful for it if we'd have gotten twice the Miles game and just not gotten Ratchet and Clank. I hear what you're saying. <sighs> A Miles game that really was as, um, as generous well, as the original we'll see what happens the next one next year i think well spider-man 2 better bring it to the level of spider-man if it's Size-wise, not that it much should, game. Yeah. yeah i hope i hope i hope you can like choose to play as one of them the whole game through i hope i can just pick miles what if you're just switching back and forth i'll be sad about that because you're gonna fuck with how i'm controlling it i know you will you it's not remembered always yeah. do this with miles and do that with peter no that's what it's gonna be i don't want that you're gonna have missions for each one is my my guess, <clears throat> or it'll be like Peter for a while and then Miles in the second half or something like that. That's, well, yeah, and this or one... maybe it'll be co-op, which I'll hate. You would to- well, no, but you'll thing. still be able to play through the whole thing single player. They're not gonna. You could, yeah. Then if it's co-op, then you can choose which one you want to use the entire time. That would be so, so fucking cool. God, I would totally. Well, I don't know. Would it? Do you want to play co-op Spider-Man? Not really. Nah, I'm not even gonna Destiny file like that Batman game. It's never gonna come out. God, yeah, that's. <sighs> I thought Arkham Knights was still coming this fall. Arkham Knights this year. Yeah. And I've, I'm kind of like getting like disheartened with that. Why? There hasn't been any content or media for it. Has there? I know that's kind of the just, problem. Yeah, it's like I want to know that it's not Destiny. Oh, it's Destiny. I want to know that it's. it's I don't get oh, the. I, how do you get the impression it's Destiny from anything they've shown? Because uh, of the inventory and the loot. Oh, there's, well, yeah. yeah. About that? Uh, if they destiny that, then I'll just have to fall back on that Suicide Squad, kill the Justice League, which I honestly hope is better. I I, I hope that's better than than the Batman one. Because Suicide Squad well, kills the Justice October League. October twenty fifth for Gotham Knights. Yep. Yep. Justice League. Just, just let me choose one. Just looks that got killed. Suicide Squad's next year. Yeah. 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 It's it's disgusting how long ago Arkham Knight was. <laughs> it was the beginning of last gen. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's been a long time since. Yeah. Uh, okay, what was the name of the company? Rockstar. Rocksteady. Rocksteady. Yeah, it's been a long time. Since but this Rocksteady. was not Rocksteady. Gotham's no, Knights is no, not Rocksteady. No, Suicide Squad is Rocksteady. I know. Suicide Squad is Rocksteady. Gotham yeah. Knights is is the um, Arkham Origins. The, the Arkham Origins team. 
which had its moments. Which is fine. I'm not complaining about that. I just don't want it to be Destiny. I just want it to be fucking gorgeous and let me run around Gotham and, you know, kick the shit out of thugs. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be great. That's, yeah. That's all I want. But if it's, yeah, <laughs> if it is a bunch of Destiny, I don't know. I don't know. I'll see. We'll see. Remember when Bungie go made with good an open games? Heart. This isn't Bungie. Well, I know, but remember, I'm just just saying in general. Remember when Bungie made good games? Uh, well, no, I, I don't. I didn't have an Xbox. <laughs> That's true. You never played Halo One, Two, or Three, or the best of them, Reach. I played the multiplayer in the Halo demo a lot on PC. I really, really enjoyed being the host and just beating the shit out of people with a pistol. <laughs> you could only do it as the host, otherwise, they just the lag would not let you. Well, yeah, yeah, it's dial up at that point. Yeah, yeah it felt so good. It's like, oh no, this guy is coming at me with like a fucking alien jet pistol. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> oh, it was great. It was great. Uh, does that mean it's time for headlines? I think it is. I think, yep, think so. Headlines. Oh no, it's not. Rick and Morty. Oh yeah. But that's in headlines. Uh, no, uh, what's not in headlines is this week I returned to the most recent season of Rick and Morty. Specifically mm-hmm. uh, the Narnia episode where he's... Um, um, Morty has to go. Rick needs to get some wine for this. Oh yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Throw for his nemesis. I like so that he, one. He takes some bottles. I love it too. So that's why I watched it. And he takes some bottles and he puts them through a Narnia door, and uh, says, uh, "We're just going to age those up for a couple thousand years in a, in a few minutes because time travels faster on the other side of the door." And um, <clears throat> and Morty, you'll be responsible for going in there and getting it. The thing is, the thing that bugged me was the science fiction of it didn't actually work. Because Morty goes in, gets the wine, comes back out, and, uh, you know, thousands or hundreds of years, or hundred years, whatever, have passed inside the door. And he goes back in there 30 seconds later, and another hundred years have passed. And he ends up influencing society and so on and so forth. But eventually there comes a point where Mar- Morty is trapped inside and the door is closed. And it takes a minute or two for Rick to go get him. It's never suggested that Morty experienced that massive time skip inside, yeah. the, inside there, which is a huge part of the character Jessica's journey in the same episode. And I was like, holy shit, this isn't as good as the current fucking seasons of Solar Opposites. Nope. It's not. Solar Opposites is the new Rick and Morty. It's that creativity and, and science fiction zaniness that, that we got in the earlier seasons of Rick and Morty. Did you see the Standing in Line episode? Yes. I liked it. Yeah. I really did. Yeah, me too. Um, Wearing special gloves to <laughs> lean against the wall. Ah. Yeah, no, the, the new season is good. And so, yeah, we got we got word the Rick and Morty's coming back. And you know what? I'll probably still buy that season. It'll be fine. Yeah, it it were... hasn't, you know, decaying quality that much. But then I went back and watched Pickle Rick again. And man, those early seasons were gold. Yeah, it's really good. Just Susan Sarandon's speech at the end alone. Yeah. Uh, this is a real item description from Live Alive. The concentrated <laughs> rage of a teacher who's sick of your shit. <laughs> what item is that? It didn't say the name of the item. It's a weapon. Oh, okay. Basically, it's, you equip it as a weapon. It just increases your damage a little bit because you're, you're an orphan and you've been giving this teacher so much trouble. Eventually, she just slaps the shit out of you and walks away. <laughs> and you get the item from the slap. You know what I want a release date? Like, where the fuck is um, River City Girls 2? It's supposed to be this That's, summer. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. 
I think it's going to be a physical release, too, eventually. Uh, River City, it just says 2022. Yeah, there has been an update, which basically says next year, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. At this point, yeah. Yeah. Headlines. In entertainment news, Rick and Morty Season 6 starts September 4th. Uh, Breaking Bad will be removed from Netflix on February 10th, 2025, Alex. Well, thanks for the heads up. Yeah. <laughs> like, Where good. is it going? What streaming services is it AMC going AMC Plus. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's happening. The cableification. Uh, all three of Jordan Peele's fil- films Get Out, Us, and Nope have debuted at number one at the U.S. box office. I like nice. that. That's pretty fucking rare. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, in Marvel news, Loki Season 2 will come out summer 2023. A new Daredevil series starring Charlie Cox has an 18-episode order. It's a lot. Uh, Agatha Coven of Chaos series will stream winter 2023. I'll watch that. Blade has a release date November next year. And they announced Fantastic Four movies, a Thunderbolts movie, and and Wakanda Forever is coming November 11th. What is Thunderbolts? Does anyone know? Uh, it's know. Suicide Squad Marvel villains. Oh, neat. Oh. But, like, their, their thing is, like, they're rehabilitated by the U.S. government. But the Marvel villains are all, like, dead. Or sucker is Loki. Um, everyone that Ju- Julie Louis-Dreyfus has been talking to is going to be a Thunderbolt. Oh. Oh. Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Or name? Florence Pugh. Yeah, well, what's your name in the... Yelena. 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 Yeah. Uh, did you guys watch the trailer for Wakanda Forever? That's good. I, I did. I care more about the songs than anything else. That was, was some damn good covers. I was amazed by how kind of moved I was by that. Like, I'm kind of burned out on Marvel shit, I feel. but, you, but for I'm some not reason, burned out on Angela Bassett. You showed me that, and I'm like, yeah! Like, I can't wait to see this shit. And and who do we say is uh, is the panther revealed at the end there? Oh, it's it's Shuri. That's what I figure. There's Which already a just... Queen Shuri like comic line. Yeah. Like, there's precedent for Shuri being the panther. Mm-hmm. And she was definitely the standout character of the first uh, uh, the first one. But after all that shit we've been reading about Letitia, right? <laughs> and, like, the yeah, I wouldn't shit. be surprised. Yeah. I mean, anyway. Uh, but yeah, that trailer was fucking great at the very least. Quinta Brunson will play Oprah in the Weird Al biopic with Daniel Radcliffe. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Abbott Elementary has mysteriously earned a rare full season 22 episode order for season two. Yay. Chance was right. (laughs) Headlines. Chance was right. In Overwatch news, the devs have said that Moira's necrotic orb will be reverted because Moira's were sitting on it too long and it didn't have as much of an impact on gameplay when they used it. Mm. This is the one where it reduces damage by 75%. I tested it with my brother because he didn't really understand what it did. And I'm like, oh, uh, go pick Diva and get your ult. And he goes, why? I'm just, you know, just do it. And so he, and so this is a bomb that does a thousand damage, for the record. And uh, Diva's driving around in her little mech. She activates it. She pops out of the bombs. She pops out of the mech suit. Three seconds later, the bomb goes off, deals a thousand damage to anything standing right next to it, and a little less the further out you go. But either way, uh, I was standing well enough, close enough to it, that it should have just instantly obliterated me. So he pops out of his mech. I hit him with this damage-reducing orb, and then I stand next to the exploding mech. And it bounces me away. <laughs> and he goes, what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, man, 75% damage reduction. He goes, what the fuck? That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was great. Uh, Activision Blizzard workers walked out this week over lack of Roe v. Wade support. 
Good. Yeah, keep on walking out. I enjoy it. Get your rights. We don't need video games. Fuck this shit. Well, yeah. Well, we kind of we kind of do. No, no. We don't need video games we want, until we fix this we shit. We want video games to talk about. There are certain things that need to be done. I agree with Alex. Okay. In good news, on July 25th, 2022, the ocean cleanup operation reached the milestone of having removed 100,000 kilograms of plastic from the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. How much that. is left? I'm sure. Uh, quite a bit, I assume. Yeah, but... Yeah. Yeah. Man, hey, you just gotta start that's, somewhere. That's start, you do. I'm you so do. I'm glad that something's actually happening with that. I assumed that it was just like Happy Trails Garbage Patch. <laughs> it's really nice that, some, that something's being done. Live long and prosper. Also, I just, <laughs> I just learned this this week, and I love cool animal facts. With over 1,420 different species, bats make up 20% of all known species of mammals. And where most of our diseases come from. Yeah. Really? And apparently beetles are like a, like almost a sixth of all bugs. Um, aren't something crazy like that? Aren't ants like ten percent of all biomass on the planet? Or something yes. Crazy? Yeah. Yes. There are like one billion ants for every single human being. They could take us out like that. I mean, they really could. The, if the they were smart, thing, the we would never be able. They can disable electric lines. That's true. But there's like suicide bombing them. They do it in Africa all the time. The fire ants, the really gnarly ones, will just make a nest in a transformer and just make it explode. So yeah, bats are like like what am I trying to say? They Horrible they create disease diseases. Yeah, they're disease factors because they have a much higher body temperature. But so also pretty that, critical for bug control. Yeah, well, that, no, that's true. But I mean, any diseases that survive in bats, they get to a person like, hey, this is easy. <laughs> I've beaten the hard mode. You're level exactly. One. Now I'm playing on easy mode. People. <laughs> Uh, today, Sony announced a thing called the Backbone One PlayStation Edition. It is a licensed mobile controller for iPhones. So imagine, like, um, imagine an Xbox controller split in half, and you got one on each side of the phone. That's the controller. Why yeah. they use the Xbox layout is fucking beyond me. Hello. Uh, a new PlayStation Five beta started this week, introducing 1440p support, gameless, and new social features. People have been begging for 1440p since launch. Um, I am not in that early access ring, are you? No, I don't want that. This thing has, <laughs> this thing has bugs that could crash my console. I'm not getting That's into true. that. No, 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 fuck that. Yeah, no. <laughs> but you like, used like to do that CPUs are a little bit cheaper? No. You used to do that with your Xbox. You would get into I did. that, like, advanced I did. Uh, UI. Yeah, on the, on the 360 and Xbox One. I have not done that <clears> with uh, Series X yet. Yeah, no. I'm trying to be because it would be very careful. difficult to find a replacement if it bricked. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, with an Xbox, I don't think it would anymore. Hang on. Series Ooh, X's are not any easier than PS5s. Let's see. Series S are everywhere. Series S, no problem. Series X, still difficult. Series X, quick. I'm going to go to Amazon right now. Oh, 600 on Amazon. Delivery by this Sunday. Well, you uh -oh. should buy one. It says available by invitation for me. Oh, Canada. You might have the drop on Request us. Request invitation. What the fuck does that mean, Amazon? That means wait eight months. <laughs> fuck you. It, it means I have to wait till October for even hear about my Steam Deck. Starfield, eh? Yeah, there were some indies on Xbox that looked pretty good. But just those indies and just Starfield. And Starfield looked like shit. Starfield looked... Really fucking boring. Yeah. 
you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take this mouse and I'm going to put it up to this little X right here in this tab. And I'm going to kill that dream. I want, I want to know what request invitation means. Oh, shit. I clicked it. It, I don't it means we'll get to you as soon as we have inventory, maybe months from now, possibly. After all the other people who clicked that button before you. If invited to purchase, you'll get an email with a link that's valid for 72 hours. We won't it's be able to grant all It's doing a lot of heavy lifting in this team. <laughs> right, well, I'm not buying another one. Well, if you need one, send me 600 Canadian. We can talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Mine's just fine. Uh, uh, in August, we'll get Cult of the Lamb on the 11th. And if you pre-order, you get an exclusive Cthulhu follower, which is an old little <laughs> Cthulhu. And Roller Drome on the 16th. Did you guys watch What's any Roller of that? Drome? I think you're the only one who's excited about this. I'm, I'm fucking really hyped for Roller Drome. I think you're the only Drome one. Because I love games like Wet and... Um, Roller Drome does not look like Wet at all. You're out of your fucking mind if you don't think Roller Drome looks like Wet. Because what Roller Drome is, is running around and doing a bunch of acrobatics while using a lock-on system to shoot guys. And in Roller Drone, there's all kinds of, like, mini shit once you lock on to the guy. Um, like, if you have a shotgun, uh, this there's a bar that will click shut inside the inside the reticle. So, you like, you do a trick, you go flying up into the air, you hold down the aim button, the reticle pops onto a guy, you hold it for a second, the reticle closes, and once it snaps to the middle, you can fire a slug. That will, instant, that will break the guy's armor or instantly kill him if he doesn't have armor. But it looks like this arena-based thing. Yes, it's a bunch of arenas. There's a bunch of levels to go through. Yeah, and, that doesn't sound interesting at all. No, it looks fucking no, awesome. No, it, it doesn't. It's like Tony Hawk with guns. Uh, I don't need this. Yeah, kind of, but I like. I never liked Tony Hawk. I like this because it's got the guns. You give me interesting locomotion and style. In a mall, I'm guns. looking at this this, this, yes. this. this whole thing is just in a mall, yeah. but like a skate park in the mall. Yeah, it's a future blood sport. In the year 2030. I don't understand your hype. I'm watching gameplay I, right now. Okay, like well, As we speak, I'm watching I have played it. other Roll7 games. Now, I don't love all Roll7 games, but I love every Ollie Ollie game. Uh, they have done a shooter. Uh, not a hero? What the fuck was it called? They have done a 2D cover-based like kind of acrobatic shooter that I didn't love. I didn't love that shooter that they made. But Roll7 have done so many good games that you show me this and you show me that art style and then you tell me Roll7 have made it, I'm in. I'm checking that out. Roll7 Games? Is that, that's the name of the... Roll7 is the developer. Ollie Ollie. It was Naughty Hero. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I didn't love Naughty Hero. No. But I... said something called Laser League in 2018. Never, I never played that. Yeah, I... But I love the Ollie Ollie games. Well, Even if I didn't finish I hope you. Games. I hope you enjoy this, because this is not... This looks fucking awesome. Oh, you're going to get it for free any with, wind your, up my with skirt. your beefy uh, oh, Game Pass? Plus. Oh, yeah, with your, well, with your PlayStation Plus Pass. No, this is PlayStation exclusive. Oh, well, you have that too. I thought you upped your PlayStation Plus exclusive. No, why would I do that? We were talking last week that you did something and you didn't no, download... We, I, that we were talking last week that oh, I paid the money for that fucking game. What was it? Oh! Yeah, that one that you liked... Fuck, what was it? Come on. There's lots of games I like that you don't. No, but last week there was an indie that came out on PlayStation that you upgraded for. And I didn't upgrade for it. I paid for it. Come oh, on. shit. Come on. Um, oh, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Stray. Stray. Stray, yeah. The cat game that I actually enjoyed. Yeah, I did not enjoy Stray. Did you finish? 
Yeah, I finished Stray. I, fin- okay. I had finished Stray by last week. If you've got like it's six short. hours to spare, you can finish Stray. Oh, yeah, Stray's not a long game. It's it's short. Forty dollars. Fucking cat. Adorable. <laughs> it's not a kitten though. That's why I could deal with it. I it's got like, you by the whiskers on this one. Uh, sort of like a way, another way to call a cat a kitten. There's five little letters that I'm missing for you. Electronic Arts is reportedly working on an open-world single-player Black Panther game. Uh, hey, there's some magic words in that statement. I know. There's a lot there. Electronic Arca- Arts Arkham quality of... Black Panther. I like what I'm hearing. Yeah, that could be fucking cool, but what gives us pause is name me that other amazing open-world action game that Electronic Arts has made. And what's to stop uh, this from being the next um, Dante's Inferno? <sighs> exactly. Dante's Inferno was a straight God of War ripoff, but not quite good enough. It wasn't. No, it was. Well, it was. It was okay. It was fine. It was fine. It was fine. Dante's Inferno was fine. I don't, want, I don't was want a Black fine. Panther game. It's fine. Well, Black Panther. That game would be a problem. Awesome. Yes. So what we need is we need to hope for a Dead Space situation where the studio that they put together just happens to be like insomniac level passionate about this. And really loves the character and gets the character. Yeah. Well, or it ends up like uh, Knights of the Republic. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. That's juicy. According to insiders, Grand Theft Auto 6 will have the modern series' first female and Latina protagonist, one half of a body and Clyde duo. I like that idea. Me too. It takes place in a version of Miami and will be the first game since Rockstar began adjusting itself internally after it was called out for being a horrible fucking place to work. According to one employee, it's a boys' club transformed into a real company label. Improvements I are like actually what I'm According to this article Jason Schreier wrote for Bloomberg this week, uh, apparently the overhaul began in 2018. The game is due to come out between April 2023 and March 2024. Hmm. It's been a long time coming since they released a fucking original game. Just imagine how much money that's going to make. Unless people are like, a woman protagonist? I can't play this. I there, well, don't there's think so. obvious, There's all, uh, already been a bit of backlash on social media about that, but of course, we are at an age where people are just looking at them like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. It, it has been too long coming. Uh, da-da, 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 da-da. There is a... For those of you who've played Hades... <laughs> There's a character. Oh, I know in who Deusa is. She shows up in the first hour. Who is um, just a floating head of a gorgon, and she's adorable, and she's like one of the sweetest characters in the game. And there is now a Deusa, a Deusa talking plush for $32. And I saw that Deusa plush, and I looked at it, and I'm like, oh, that's cute. And then I saw that it was a GIF, and then I could talk, and I clicked on the GIF, and I heard Deusa's voice come out of this thing. And I thought, oh, I gotta show this to Alex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I felt the pull. Yep. Hmm. What did you decide, Alex? I don't know. Really? Don't okay, know. good. Okay, okay. It's, it's a little too that. expensive. Really, thirty-two. I mean, less, less I mean with shipping, you're up to like forty-five, fifty. I don't know. Yeah, you know what? You don't deserve it. You're not a good enough boy. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. <laughs> Come on. It's only got five, it's like got five lines. I just watched it. Like, well, there's only three in the tweet, but it doesn't matter. Like that's that's really. Fun. I'm on their site now. The fan game. Like, I endorse you not spending money for this because I I have a bunch of like paraphernalia and memorabilia and shit, and I'm ready to just like dumpster all of it. I don't need that shit. But I saw that and I was like, oh man, 
<laughs> Wedding gift right there. I mean... <laughs> okay. There we go. <clears throat> yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Get us all dropped <laughs> from the ceiling. Drop it from the ceiling at the reception. Like, like on a rope or something. That'd be hilarious. Uh, the Star Wars... Nobody would get it but us. <laughs> <laughs> the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Well, I hope Laura would get it. Maybe. Does she I know can, who maybe Deuce I could get her into Hades. I don't know. Well, no, but does she know who Deuce is? Has she seen you play and talk to this severed head? No. Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake is indefinitely delayed after developer Ooh. Asper abruptly fired two directors this month and told staff the project is on pause. I read some more about that. They created a vertical slice. They showed it to Sony, and Sony was like, the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then people got fired the next day. Wow. Yeah. Ouch. Now, I really want to see that vertical slice. Yeah. yeah. It never happened. It'll no, never no. Sometimes you see it years later. By the time we've forgotten but, about the story, they might come up. I, I want to know what cost these two guys their jobs. How bad could it possibly be? They've been working on it for three years, and they've got shit. I mean, Ooh. I want to see it. I need to know how bad this was. Uh, the founder of Idos Montreal this week said he's heard rumors that Sony are quote really interested in acquiring Square Enix Tokyo, but not the rest. <laughs> What else? Okay, they did. Square Enix just sold off Eidos. Mm-hmm. To who? Who owns Eidos? Um, I don't know if they, uh, have they been bought yet. Even I don't know. I think they just like said we don't own you anymore or something. Gives the impression. Can't <laughs> um, see we don't want you anymore. Get out of here. <laughs> um, but no, I, I wouldn't surprise me if Square Enix has like a bunch of other studios within Japan outside of Tokyo. Um, I don't know that, but. I don't think he's talking about Square Enix minus the Western Studios, and that's why Square Enix got rid of them. Uh, Square Enix Studios. Quick. See, point of this, Enix still owns Square Idos. That doesn't make any sense. It might just not, not have been updated. Sounds like a nasty divorce. Uh, Square bought them in 2009. Oh, they're Embracer. Oh, there you go. Idos, yeah, got picked up by Embracer. It's their world. We're just living in it. That's true. There's Creative Business Unit 1, 2, 3, and 4 are apparently the names of the, <laughs> the studios within Square Enix. Very creative name. According to Wikipedia. Well, it keeps things simple, I guess. Uh, God, so that Embracer by Eidos gave them Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, Thief, Legacy of Kane, and like 50 other back catalog games. Okay, well, wait. Square Enix, Inc., in California, United States, Square Enix Limited in London, AI Arts and Alchemy in Tokyo, Business Support in Tokyo, Play Online in Tokyo, Haydn District, Beijing, Shinjuku, Tokyo, Shinjuku, Tokyo, Redwood City, California, that's Crystal Dynamics, Eidos, Montreal, Hippos Lab, Square Enix, Montreal. Yeah, so there's a lot of, I was right, there's a lot of Square Enix studios that are nowhere near Tokyo. So, are they just doing localization? I wonder what they do. Um, it's possible because there's just like you know the local um, Atlas team for Atlas USA. Hmm. Mobile game development cemetery, game development subsidiary, game development subsidiary, mobile game publishing, Chinese games publishing, R and D business involving entertainment. Wow. They got those fingers in a lot of pies. It's a lot of pies, yeah. <laughs> that Gollum game has been delayed by a few months. 
I will. And the internet, ha- the internet went. Uh, whatever. Like what, went, what the fuck are you talking about? What is yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, and when I know when I put that in headlines, I was like, I'll find something else to put after that. <laughs> I. What are we gonna do if that game that game comes out and is awesome? I'm gonna eat my words it, and enjoy it the game. Be. It won't be. Hey, no, but... like a good stealth game is is mana from heaven to me. I fucking love that. What were those like stealth game? goblin games? Remember those? Yeah, but a stealth. There's like two of them. Yeah, I never. There I never were. Played them. Um, I never played them. I think oh, I tried shoot. one for like. 50 Nick, minutes. was it Nix or Nicks. Sticks? Uh, Sticks. 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 Yeah, there were two of them. S-T-Y-X. Yeah, yeah, there were two of them. I don't recall playing them. Chance, you said you did, right? Mm-hmm. I played one. I'm for guessing like, they were mediocre. Yeah, I played one for like 20 minutes, and I just it just didn't grab me. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. In fact, I went back to Mark the Ninja in the last year, and it didn't grab me either. I was really, I was really distressed by that. What? I know. I'm worried. It's weird. Frankly, well, you should be. Anyone who knows me should be. <laughs> um, I forgot to mention, having a lot of fun in Overwatch. Overwatch one again. Just playing Tracer a lot. Like I kind of stopped doing the just play support thing, and uh, I'm really enjoying it. Um, um, we tend to win more when I go Tracer. We How have, long are you waiting for games? Uh, definitely longer, but like if we both go flex, it's like maybe ninety seconds. If, That's not crazy. If I'm flexing and Chris is on damage, it's maybe three minutes, five minutes, and if we're both DPS, it could be up to ten minutes. But that's pretty late on like a weekend night, like one in the morning. Um, But I had an amazing play of the game this week. Just a fucking crazy awesome play of the game where these guys were beating the shit out of us on uh, Blizzard World. And we were on defense, they were on attack, and they just immediately kind of pushed our faces in and just kept on rolling it the whole way through. But my uh, one of my tanks was Azari and she had her grab ready and she was actually communicating it to me about it. And I was like, Pulse Bomb ready. She goes, Graviton Surge is ready. I go, you got it. And I go up and get up on the high ground and just wait for them to push in beneath me. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And I can't really see what's going on down there. But I hear Azaria go, fire at will. And I jump out over the high ground. There's four guys beneath me. I throw my Pulse Bomb into the middle of them. It doesn't stick any of them. But it instantly vaporizes all four of the non-tanks on the team. Bam, quadruple kill. Then the Reinhardt, who's been reduced in health by half, um, by the pulse bomb, uses his ult, hammers down my entire team, and starts to charge into them. He picks mm-hmm. up one of my teammates in his charge, but before he can hit the wall, I shoot him in the back and kill him. It was fucking gorgeous. It was an absolutely beautiful play of the game. That's all I got. That's all I got. I'm gonna too. go back to Red Dead. I'm, so Evo I'm... is next week. What's next week? Evo. Evo. Oh, Evo. So yeah. what's what are the big titles this year? Um, they have a ton of big titles actually. Yeah, they they basically they decided that they were going to base the schedule on number of entrants. Okay. Meaning that the fewer entrants got, um, Saturday finals and everything else is on like a Sunday final, right? So the biggest number of entrants they had was actually in Guilty Gear. Neat. Yeah. So like Skullgirls is Saturday and there's something else is on uh, um, no sorry Skullgirls starts and ends on Saturday on Friday. There's some stuff on Saturday but the, the it's going to end on Sunday night with Guilty Gear. 
because that's what they had the most entrance, which I think is fitting. I think that's what it should be. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, and I'd, I'd rather watch Guilty Gear than Street Fighter, frankly. I If I could never see Street Fighter Five again, I'd be fine <laughs> with that. I just don't want to look at it. Now that Six has been announced, I don't want to look at I'm it. I'm sad Virtua Fighter. It's already dead there. to you. It's nice to see Melty Blood still on there, because that's always fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, the, the full lineup is Street Fighter Five, Guilty Gear Strive, MK11, Tekken 7, King of Fighters 15, Melty Blood type Lumina, uh, Dragon Ball Z Fighters, Grand Blue Fantasy, and Skullgirls. I don't know. Like, Grand Blue Fantasy? Really? Yeah, I don't know why DNF Duel is not on there instead of Grand Blue Fantasy. I, I don't understand King of Fighters 15 either. Like, that's just, that is the fugliest you, you have fucking to have, you, fighting you game. You have to have a KOF on there. It's the most recent one. You have to have a King of Fighters on you there? You have to have a KOF on there. It should always be KOF 13, because that was the last 2D one, hmm. in my opinion. Well, yeah, this recent one was just ugly fucking polygons, right? Uh, 14 and 15. 14 was really ugly. 15 looks a little bit better. Not But really. they all look worse than 13 did. 13 was the last sprite-based KOF. Well, thank God there's Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear looks great. Guilty, Guilty Gear, Gear Strive looks great. Guilty Gear sets the standard for how good a fighting game can look. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Absolutely. It's absolutely ridiculous. I wish I could play it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's... uh. That that's clo- the show is closing out. There's, I found a stream schedule already. I gotta find it again because I gotta. I haven't watched in a while. I may actually attempt to carve out some Sunday night and watch watch Evil Grand Finals and Guilty Gear just just because just because I haven't in a while. I always enjoy watching those fights after the fact. I'll never tune in live. It's, but. Yeah, I mean live is is rough because it's become esports in general, which means there's commercial breaks, mm. which sucks. You know, whatever, whatever, whatever smaller, supports but... the whatever supports the, the the community, I'm happy with. Yeah, I mean, I want these players to get paid. I don't have a problem with that, mm-hmm. but it's just it's just kind of annoying that you know. By the way, you've got <laughs> yet another reason to watch it after the fact. Yeah, it's and true. not only that, but you're gonna watch it, and or you're gonna get the experience of like feeling the uh, uh, the Daigo Perry coming and and seeing it happen and getting that rush. Like if you watch it live, you'll get that. I won't get that. I'll just get this one cool thing happened at Evo. Check it out. Oh, thanks. And then that's it. I won't have to waste my afternoon. That's true. That's true. Well, there, there, it's always the fun part was always like like sitting on a message board and talking to people at the same I, time while you're watching it. I would like a one hour highlight reel, and that's that's about all the energy I got for that. Yeah, the problem is grand finals for these things take forever yeah but those that's fun to watch it's fun to like watch like the final four fights of tournaments or something or the final five yeah yeah so this the the sunday schedule it's kof 15 at 10 a.m pacific tekken 7 at around 2 street fighter 5 at around 5 guilty gear at around 8 so shit 8 pacific is fucking five o'clock my time so they're gonna get through no all problem. The, they're gonna get all the players through all the brackets in like four hours each. There's no smash this year. Oh, okay. Things will run on time. <laughs> I don't understand how that explains it, but okay. Smash Brothers takes forever. Yeah, those Monopoly fights. Fighter those games. fights can go on. Smash Brothers take forever. You know what'd be cool if uh, Multiverses was on here. I totally watched. Multiverses is not a real fighting game. Some high-end Multiverses. Yeah. It, it, by by what? Rubric and it's By what, rubric. It's team based. Multiverses is two on that two. Is two. Oh, That's okay. Um, well, I've, uh, everything I've seen has been one on ones, though. 
Like I've watched some stream, streamers play, and it was all one on one. The the Steam numbers of the multiverses beta are insane. Yes, and it's it available. is getting an insane number of players. It's available on like PlayStation right now, Xbox right now. It's free to play. You got to grind to unlock shit apparently. Uh, but I haven't touched it, and I haven't really felt the need to. I've downloaded that. So the cool thing with multiverses is that if you're playing single player offline, everything's unlocked. That is cool. Hmm. Like, if, if, if you want to sit in your couch with four dudes and play, all the shit's unlocked. Hmm. You go online, you have to unlock stuff. You know, it, hey, it would be fun. Like, for, yeah. It would be fun for me to just, like, do a few rounds with my brother and just to check it out. You know, play his Bugs Bunny or whatever. I don't think he, he would go for it, though. Apparently, they've already nerfed Taz. Yes. And then two Iron Giants on a team is OP. Um, and they did something to Velma. I don't know what. I think Velma was. Oh, uh, they open. they changed the weight on her description. Oh, she was too thick. What in the description? Yes. Explain that. What, what the hell change? does that even? No, they, they changed the number of kilograms on her description from like one number to a smaller number. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. Uh, <laughs> Multi versus Velma change. Click. Velma loses weight. Velma. Yes. It's kind of you fucked think up. I'm making this up. Weight I'm reduced not. from 70 to 63. It was an oversight on our part that Velma is one of the heaviest characters in the game. This change should bring her more in line with where we originally envisioned her. So this yes. might... It's gameplay. It is gameplay so it related, but she was too... Oh, thick. I thought she it was, was like something thick. just in her like her description. Well, As a character, too, not no, like... She was... She was too thick. Okay, so like she wasn't getting... She was Velma, getting knocked around less than Iron Velma, Giant. Velma, I want yes. you to know. <laughs> You are not too thick. No, absolutely not. Perfect. No. Mm-hmm. Velma has apparently a like hula dancer outfit. Okay, they that know what they're can doing. cost a whole lot of money. That I'm sure everybody spent money on. I, I don't know why you wouldn't keep Velma in like the classic outfit. Because because you're not horny all the time. She's, well, I am old. That is true. Not There's a certain the amount of tempering that happens when you're old. You look, you look at someone and you go, you know what? That's a child. Dude, she's 30. It's a child. I'm not <laughs> interested. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is true. It's 100% true. Kind of like want to anybody under 25, I'm like, you're a child. Yeah. No, not even, yeah, not even 25. Like 30. Yeah. And the thing is, Velma, the, thing wait, is wait, wait, the mystery sure machine the is... T- I'm, I'm sure by the time I'm 50, I'll look at... I'll that number at, will go I'll up. I'll look at 40-year-olds and go, sweet summer child, you have no idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, heck. It also doesn't help that like my oldest child is 20, Uh-oh. so I, I can't look at anybody who's... I, I need to add at least 10 years before I can actually look at someone and go, are you attractive or not? So it's like at least 10, maybe 15, maybe 35 ha- yep. is where Remember, I can do. Half your age, plus 7. Yeah, we've had this discussion. Yeah. So that's wait wait. No, for for me that would be like twenty seven or twenty eight. Shit, how old am I? And that's that is still gross to me. You're forty two, I thought. No, God, no. I was born in seventy six. So you're forty four. Or forty five. No, I'm forty six. Oh. Well, I'm only forty six this year. Okay, so you're ancient. So half my age is twenty three. Plus seven. Plus someone. It's 30. Oh, 30. I'm good to go. So you, That's fine. You are. That's fine. You are, but I don't know. For me, even 30 feels a little creepy. 
like I'm going I, to do anything with this. I don't talk to anybody but you guys. It's not like I go cruising. I mean, first just, of all, I'm happily married. We're just theory it's crafting here, like with the Dungeons and Dragons rules. If, if you're not a fully formed adult by age thirty, it's it's not your. Fault. You never will be. Yeah, that's it. You're done. I don't know who and is fully. Alex, formed. you and I live in the South. You know how many people have reached that stage. Mm-hmm. That's like people never reaching formal operational thought. It just doesn't. Mm-hmm. Just I don't know if They're I ever done. brought up that quote. You guys see that quote about uh, designing. Uh, trash um, trash bins for Yellowstone Park. Yeah, they had to find the fine line between the intelligence of bears and the stupidity of people. And there's like a huge overlap, says the, says the program manager. <laughs> there is a lot of overlap between the smartest bears and the stupidest people. Or oh, the stupidest I tourist, it. I believe. Is the I love it. Oh, start feeding the tourists to the bears. I'm fine with that. Not that it matters. Yellowstone will be burnt down before I get there anyway. Never I've never been to Yellowstone. Yeah. I'm not there. going now. I still the Grand Canyon is still okay. There's, uh, there's Grand Canyon. Seriously, Grand Canyon is worth seeing once. Ah. Uh, there is a lot of shit in the is, states I'd like to see, but not with the dollar what it's worth right now. So short list: you should see the Grand Canyon. You should see Monument Valley. Mm-hmm. Because desert is awesome. Um, you should, I, I have not been there yet myself, but Pacific Northwest, go see the Redwoods. Oh, yeah, yeah, Um. Yosemite. Yeah, Yosemite is on the list. I need to get there. Mount Rushmore is a hard pass. Yeah, hard pass. That's bullshit. Um, but getting out to the East Coast, not in the populated areas, but see, just, just like, like the, like Maine, you know, just kind of generic East Coast stuff is actually pretty nice. I would... I want to go to, I go want, to I want New to Orleans. See, I want to see New York. I want to see LA. But the first one on the top of my list is always New Orleans. So New Orleans does smell like pee all the time, but it's still awesome. But he, here's a free drink. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. And you can walk down the street at any time and there will be good music. And you can watch people try to murder the hand grenade mascot. <laughs> What's the hand grenade mascot? Oh, what's the hand grenade? The hand grenade is a yard of a mixed drink. Oh, it's that giant tube thing. Chance, if you ever like brave our hellscape and go to New Orleans, mm-hmm. you need to let me know. Okay, I I will join you. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. I've only been to New Orleans once, and it's worth going. It would be worth going back again. And I'd love to like you know see New York and like Chicago and go oh Gotham neat. <laughs> yeah, but outside of New York, really... New York, it was actually kind of boring. Outside of the in food, Christmas time, yeah. New York was boring at Christmas time. It's awful. Oh, like like pre New Year's, I guess I could say. Still enough Christmas there. No snow. Did, did you sucked. see the Rockefeller Center tree? I did. Oh. It was nice. Okay, and see, I did see yeah. the ball drop. Faintly. Cool. <laughs> Having grown up and lived as close to Chicago as I did for as long as I did, I never need to go there again. Heard Ever. that. Ever. Not even for pizza soup? No. Is it great? Yes, but you have to drive to get it. No. No, thank you. Only Uno's for this guy. Ah, well. <laughs> I just don't need to go back to Chicago. I'm driving back to Wisconsin sometime in August, and I'm not looking forward to it. Because no matter what, you lose an hour in Chicago. <laughs> because of the traffic. It doesn't matter what time. It, it could be 2 in the morning. You lose an hour. That sucks. 
It's just how Chicago is. I wonder if the freeway... Well, the thing is, you always hear about L.A. traffic being horrible, too. And L.A. is all, like, these eight-lane fucking freeways. Uh, Lanes don't fix traffic. Yeah. Adding more lanes just guarantees more traffic. It doesn't fix anything. Like, they think roundabouts are better, but uh, a jury seems out on that to Uh, me. If people are smart enough to use them, it's good. Uh, I could see a lot of accidents happening in an American roundabout. There was a um, roundabout we had that we they just stopped sodding it over because every single weekend it would just be destroyed with tire tracks. Yeah. <laughs> so they just paved over it. You would think a roundabout would be easy. Just yield to the person on your left. That's it. That's all you have to do. Really? It's not that. Yeah, that's it. Seems simple. Yeah. <laughs> you think? I don't know. Anyway, we we have veered well far and wide. People who just got their license tend to know that shit. People who got their license when they were sixteen and are now forty might need some reminding. It's because you studied for that shit twenty five years ago. You should have to retake your driver's test every fifteen years. I think. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's after a, a certain of, age. That's a lot of like that's when you're past your fifties. There you go. Uh, that's there you immediately ages. I know, but it's but... also true. Medically accurate. Yes. You mean it's it's not ages by saying your reaction time slows as you get older. It literally does. Yes. And we need to know if it's slowing to the point where you're going to run over people in a farmer's market. There you go. I don't disagree. It's why pilots have a mandatory retirement age of 65. Exactly. Which they're fighting. And I actually think I'm on the FAA's side with this. I am definitely on the FAA's side with this. I think they should have greater, bigger retirement benefits. Oh, yeah, 100%. But it's like for every one pilot who could go till 70, there's 10 of them that should retire to 56. Uh-huh. Yeah, what if so, they get hit by a goose and they're not Sully? Mm-hmm. Not, everybody, not everybody's a god of flight like Sully was. So, I, I still, Yeah, I still love that Matt Damon line. That's what I do every day, not hit birds. <laughs> god damn. That's all I got. That's all I got, too. All right. In that case, Alex, thank you for being here. No, my pleasure. Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a (laughs) moment.